Nico Pengen YouTube channel for productive gamers by a gamer with your host Nico Pengen. And today we have a Nico guest. So uh, please welcome in uh, joining or giving a warm welcome for a digital art director, gaming developer, entrepreneur, an online educator, and a fellow content creator, uh, Nico. And I cannot pronounce your name well enough, Nico. So just let everybody know how to say your last name. <laughs> It's uh, Nico Vachnadze. Uh, you don't have to remember that, but um, <laughs> that's how it's pronounced. Perfect. And uh, for those that are uh, tuning in, let them know, um, you know, where you're calling from, as well as what exactly you do on a day-to-day -day basis in your job. Yeah. yeah, so I'm calling from a country called Georgia. So it's uh, um, not the state located in Eastern Europe. Uh, and, and uh, yeah, from DC, uh, what I do is uh, lately I'm mostly into developing um, art for games. So I run and specializes in 2D art, and then we do uh, digital art asset for game projects. Uh, so that's like something that I do. And on the side, I'm also developing uh, my own uh, indie game, which is like mm. a two-scroller pixel art game. Um, and demo version now, so not much to show there, but it's uh, it's going to be pretty pretty nice. Um, yeah, what, what else do I do? Mm, um, yeah, I have like a... Uh, and then digital art. So, yeah, we can get into that later. <laughs> so it sounds like you do a lot of art-based content. Now, you did mention that you do uh, indie development as well. Um, I want to know, what got you into doing digital art? What what piqued your interest into doing that? Um, I always wanted to be an artist and make money with it, but it was very, very difficult. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, like yeah, I tried many different approaches. Tried work as a, a curator in art galleries. Uh, uh, you know, like hand painting uh, mm -hmm. aim, but like it was pretty hard to get into it. Like it, it revolved around having a network of people who who would buy your artworks, and yeah, I guess it really depends on a lot of factors actors who you know where mm -hmm. it was it was hard to make money with it. so what i did instead was business side of things and then eventually created some platforms that allowed other art uh, and that was that proved to be successful so i had uh, uh, that created art uh, for like customized portrait some examples here whoa that is so cool so what that was is essentially a website where you can go in and go and then indicate you know who you want to be drawn mm -hmm. as uh, and we had one which was about uh, rick and morty style uh, and pretty well with that within around six months we were pretty successful and Ivor Post Malone who 
we, mm. who, whose team invited us backstage to he had like a big big ass portrait like that um, what um, so yeah that's um, cool um then eventually we had to shut down because like copyright on rick and morty so uh. like warner brothers we have to either you know change things or just shut down so we we changed they look like rick and morty anymore so people stop buying it um and then after that similar business model but about, about dragon ball z mm-hmm. which is like uh popular from japan um Big you time. Know it. and then oh yeah for yeah, sure <laughs> it was sold that we operated that for about two years and we sold the business so it's still going um but during that time i have uh, uh contacts in the creative field uh, uh, as you can guess we had you know we had to manage artists who would actually draw these portraits so mm-hmm. that was my job managing the artists uh, and making sure the quality was pretty good and, and uh, so during the time i met a lot of uh, talented artists who mm-hmm. i uh put in in the new agency which i currently currently run we spoke of about the the gaming side of things so um, a couple of artists uh on on the, the digital art in uh, agency and, and then yeah it's called mossy crew um i think there's a link you guys want to check out what we've done so far um but yeah we've done uh, in, uh we worked on uh, RPG game and um, working on uh, RTS game, so it's like real real time strategy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make, making maps and stuff. So, so yeah, fun stuff. Wow! So it sounds like you're a gamer at heart, and uh, if you are a gamer at heart, I would like to know: Do you have a specific uh, preference for a gaming system? play from pc that's my go-to um i okay i grew up playing mmos um but also all kinds of games so i guess that's the preference for pc so i don't know i like just uh, download them and testing them out to, to for research purposes as a as well as for fun <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, research purposes for the win. <laughs> yep, it's a good excuse to have when you're in the game gaming world to play a game for research. But actually, it is that's kind of the purpose now. Yeah. No, that's so, actually pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, what what so. game would you say yeah, you, you you dived in the most? Um, like in lifetime it was like you know mmos so i played like runescape uh, world of warcraft world and um what else mm, recently uh, obviously making a pixel art games so mm-hmm. i try to possible like the games that are about pixel art or with pixel art and then 
Duvalier, uh, Terraria. Uh, let's see what we got. We got uh, which is like, I don't know if you played it, it's pretty nice. It's Stardew Valley, but for a graveyard. <laughs> so oh. you're like, you're supposed to, you know, build up your graveyard so it looks nice. Mm -hmm. It's really weird. Um, yeah, so, so there we have, it's currently no longer available for purchase, but it's like Gladiator, Gladiator management. So you're like managing <laughs> gladiators, training them, and then sending off for you and uh, you know, grow your team like that. It's a game that I recommend to people who are interested in game development, game dev uh, story. And it's going to give you a brief life game development is um, actually managing a game development company. Yeah, yeah. And so you, your task is to hire uh, artists, like developers, uh, musicians, and writers. And mm -hmm. with these four people, create games and you you have the ability to choose like if you, you want to for you know what is it like nintendo or you want to make games for game boy and, and each of them will give you a certain amount of uh revenue the devices mm -hmm. are at the time so it's a lot it's a lot you know ideas taken from real life applied in game so but it gives you a very good idea it's, it's like a simulation yeah so yeah what what about you what, what do you play, play these days so i want to just put a, a pause right there i haven't heard of game dev in such a long time i remember when it came out i immediately downloaded it and i put like 200 hours into that game <laughs> like i i really like that game because i've always had the mind like if i was good at art i would love to like create games so the moment you mentioned that i was like wait this game sounds a little familiar i'm like is this the game on the mm. on the iphone where you can create games and hire people i'm like oh snap i haven't heard about this game in years so i definitely put in a lot of hours on that game um yeah, that that's actually a pretty pretty cool recommendation. Definitely, if you are a future digital game artist or you want to be a game developer and you don't want to waste thousands of hours in school or in certificates, definitely check out Game Dev. Um, it is really, really, really a good way to get that um, get that heads up as to what you're entering in. Like, especially if you decide to be a director or like a manager or a CEO, because one of the things that I was unprepared for in the game was the cost associated with the developers. And like every year you got to pay them more, you know, and if your your games are flopping, you still got to pay the artists the same, if not more, depending on the sales. So that's actually an interesting uh, game recommendation. It definitely reminded me of the 2D art of uh, the iPhone. Uh, as for what I play, I mainly just play League of Legends on the computer. Uh, and okay. that's just currently that's recency bias. Uh, I definitely played so many different kind of uh, games before. 
I really love the MMORPGs. Um, that's honestly how me and my friend used to always communicate, uh, playing on the iPhone, uh, Order and Chaos, and then on the computer with um, Path of Exile, as well as Vindictus and uh, Destiny uh, and Warframe. I uh, just absolutely love video games. That's why my channel is based on gaming and how to become a productive member of a society. Uh, now, I did want to ask you, because since you did mention that you're into the pixel art currently, but you've also played other game modes, if you have a preference between the 2D art or the 3D uh, gaming models when you play, if you have a preference one versus the other, or you have the recency bias of the 2D uh, pixel uh, gaming. Hmm. Um, I guess I do have a bias in uh, um, visually pleasing uh, mm. mm -hmm. material, which obviously would be uh, 3D with, you know, I don't know, games like, for example, are very nice to look at and while you play it. So they're obviously by visual perception, like you. I would imagine you, uh, a human would fit 3D or more realistic, more closer to reality, like psychologically. Um, but then there's the 2D aspect of things, especially pixel, back to touching the nostalgic feelings of yeah. uh, gamers. But by the way, is is not really accurate because the current pixel. Uh, that is made, you know, on modern uh, software and modern modern screens is not the same as it was when mm -hmm, it, it mm -hmm. actually came out. Um, uh, changed the way the, the pixel art looks. It, it wasn't like the pixels; it was more like blurred. Uh, and so, what pixels? You know, white has so many techniques. Is mm -hmm. is to match this try and and try try to uh, replicate a more more high quality visual. Uh, but yeah, so th there's a video about it, uh, research that, and and he explains it. I can send it to you mm -hmm. uh, later. But it's it's almost like a fake nostalgia, but you know, obviously ah. stems yeah. So yeah, if you go back like and play an original pixel art game on uh, the original uh, te television that was at it, it doesn't look anything like we have right now, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, but but I, I like both. But uh, yeah, to, to answer your question, I guess it's 3D, it's 3D. I guess yeah. But it's much harder to produce. Oh, no, yeah, it takes way, way longer because I do remember when I played uh, the Super Mario Bros um, back on the uh, Nintendo and then just trying to, you know, uh, do my absolute best with the 2D art. And it's just like now that, um, you know, companies are creating the pixel 2D art version of it, it does look way cleaner. I never really thought that it was like a fake, um, fake pixelated art back then. Uh, so it's definitely like mind opening to think about how that was created back then and then how now like there's so much uh, visually pleasing 
uh, video games now that the 3D art looks very, very real. Like the Unreal engines make things feel like we're like in a simulation kind of because the, the art is just so hyper realistic. And uh, I did want to know what what keeps you focus on the pixelated video game art like what what compels you uh to stick through and create that nostalgic uh video game or retro gaming art style uh, uh good questions so primarily ease of use um i can quickly create up to as well as animations on a sprite uh, it's what I use uh, in, in, you know, game engine and it works mm -hmm. and there's not much to it. It's there. It's 2D. Uh, uh, when you introduce 3D, it's, uh, you know, get to think about, about and it gets more complicated with physics and all that. So, mm. uh, one is that's why also like early developers are mostly making 2D games and because it's easier to do. Uh, and obviously, it's it's a uh, you know nothing wrong with it. Learning curve because it's much much better to start with something small and man, you know first success of finishing a game than uh, have a crazy idea about like, a game that is going to take you maybe three years to actually finish it. But then you know along the way because that's that's very very important. I think like. 90% of maybe more, they just quit because the motivation isn't there anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, because so, so yeah, I decided to make that uh, like a, a five, six months approachable small game that is that I can call it a finished game and then take it from there. Wait, so you're saying that uh, um, a 2D game would take like five to six months, but a 3D game would take like 36 months to complete? Uh, on what the idea of the game is, but mm -hmm. if you think from the resource point of view, you you know you need a three D artist who, and then creating two uh, D art is much faster than creating three D models, especially if you're making pixel art. I can create a character maybe seven ten minutes. Mm. Uh, and it's done. But if mm -hmm. you want to create a nice and for pixel art, but for for me or for anyone to create a full you know full body with uh, all the muscles and uh, anatomy, them sculpt the face, all that, and then adding textures and making sure you know it, it's like it's not too heavy of a file. To be processed a way more complex work mm. to think about so that's just one aspect of it. putting as i said like putting a 2d uh asset in in the game and run is much easier you know for for let's say taking some purposes i can just cr create you know maybe 10 frames of character yeah. running and then you know you have a character running but to to do that in 3D, it's much more. So, yeah.
Wow, that's actually, I never really thought about uh, the whole process behind the scenes that goes through it. So now I, I definitely got to give uh, a, a bit more like dang to like all the games uh, that I've played before because uh, it looks like there's way more hard work that goes into it rather than just complaining that a bug just like ruined the experience of the game when in reality it could have just been an oversight because as you mentioned, there's so much work that goes into having that created. Uh, now, I did want to ask, since you do lead a team and you also do your own indie uh, game, how do you juggle the time and your prime, uh, your primary priorities? Because both of those games and both of those um, projects are pretty much pulling you. So how do you decide which one's the most important at the time? Or how do you even find time to do your own indie uh, game? Uh, I just, that's the real answer. Um, uh, and then we can get deeper into like how product productivity works and how you can essentially to put it very shortly it's um, your priorities what is what is it that i need right now and mm. then decide to do because if let's say if you want to make money uh, right now, when you need it, or, or you know, you wanna you wanna get game more, like financially speaking, then mm-hmm. focus on tasks that bring you uh, revenue. And, and then, if you want to, you know, your personal project uh, move forward, and you you know, you can have, like, okay, I have time now, and I have you know. Uh, ability to find, then I you can do that. So, so it's it's just about prioritizing and figuring out what is urgent, what needs your attention, and then working as much as possible. Hmm. Yeah. And do you find it easy or complicated, <laughs> or because you've done it for for a while now, you're you can already pinpoint what's the most important priority at at the current time, and then just go and do that. Uh, what really helps is having a master plan. Well, as, so this, this is like this kind of thing you you can draw like a mind map or just a, a, like that uh, outlines what you want to achieve within a set of say within one year. I mm-hmm. want to have you know this much revenue or or. Um, <clears throat> I want my uh, company to be this much clients, and then uh, uh, figuring out how to get there. So you look at each goal and then figure out if you had, you know, like what do I need to do to get there, or uh, or reverse it, which, which means I was already there. How would I've gotten there, right? So if I already had a company that has, let's say, ten employees, mm-hmm. uh, how does the history of that realistically, right? So, so what what would I have needed to do, to, uh, which will give you another perspective on how to get there? Oh, so you essentially reverse engineer from what you want to accomplish 
uh, back to where you're currently at. And then once you do complete a project, reviewing, you know, what are things that you could have tweaked to get there sooner or uh, more efficiently under budget, et cetera? Yeah, exactly. So what, yeah, to state that uh, in simpler terms, you imagine your future self and reverse engineer that person standing there. Oh, that's actually pretty cool that you're able to do that. Yeah, and anyone can do it. Do you think that because um, you've done it for a while and you've been doing it constantly, uh, that now at this present moment it might be just like second nature? Um, I it because I've done it a couple of times, uh, but it, it's it's things down and and draw things like just uh, whip up Photoshop and just draw on, uh, uh, you know, it, I mean, just, it's just about visualizing and then uh, all the steps that you create are realistic and they actually mm-hmm. hold something that is, oh, I would like to do that. It, you, you do things that are, so because a lot of things that we do on a daily basis, this is like secondary time need to be there, uh, mm-hmm. but they feel like they they are productive. But they're and the most, most important thing to think about is the long, long term because that's what's going to change. Uh, um, otherwise, you're going to be stuck in uh, doing these secondary daily basis and really just just go like you know a little bit maybe you know. And so, uh, as a game developer, what would you say is, oh, as a digital artist and game developer, what would you say is your favorite part of the game creation process? Uh, uh, good question. So, you know, I'm, I don't have uh, that much in the background to speak of, but I just like every, every little update we release. Um, mm. and the game becoming more and more alive uh, as well as seeing my friends play the pre-demo and seeing their reactions and um, but just to yes to uh, the running the project it, it like project seeing people do, do things that are interesting for them is also very uh, like if you have a, a project that several people are working on you see mm-hmm. they them developing over the course of the project or you know them mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah them, them getting like salaries is it, it, even because they can uh, you know spend it on how, how they like or upgrade their Equipment uh, has happened to me a lot. Like people from working with me were able to a, a better apartment or mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. have like better equipment, drawing pads and stuff like that. So, so I think that's pretty cool. That's actually really interesting to note. I also wanted to know what do you think uh, personally is your favorite compliment to receive when you when you're working on a game. Huh. Interesting. 
<laughs> I guess it hasn't happened yet because I haven't released the Genshin. It being something like it, uh, you know, it affected somebody. Maybe somebody could write like, oh, you know, I, I was having a bad day and then I, my mood's much better now or something like that. <laughs> that would be cool. But I think that there's a lot of potential in, in games in terms of uh, giving value because the game I'm making now is uh, focusing less on the uh, of games and more on providing a uh, real player because mm -hmm. I'm sure like you played a lot of games and you have um, you probably got stressed at some point right because a lot of recent games they introduce you know stress factors that, that keep you in the game they they yes. really like that's like a part of why you play because you, know, mm -hmm. you just want to finish this level or something uh, yeah in in you know, in, in a sense, they gain uh, a lot from it because they right. It's um, it comes at a cost of, of player burning out. Um, you know, there's like all sorts of things you need to re remember, and you know, crafting material combinations and mm -hmm. all of this eventually really gets like really. You know, so what I wanted to do is uh, make a game that has a grinding you know level up and get stronger but but you at the same time can't at your own pace so mm. yeah, we'll have like a very peaceful music to be relaxing and then oh, nice. uh, yeah it's, it's about chopping wood so, so it's like um so that but um there's a potential you know Entertaining yet educational, and also having positive impact on on psychology instead of negative. Because I I think we can games and and maybe look at some research, and I'm I'm pretty sure you you would probably get insights to uh, addicting games than mm -hmm. positives. You know, addict gaming addiction and you know psychological implications and whatever yeah. and are you looking to have like once you finish the uh the indie game the uh mosey crew once you're done with it are you looking to submit it to uh like steam or other uh platforms in order to have a wider reach or would you rather just have like a small kind of like marketing effort to have people download it directly uh so my initial plan is to really and obviously I want to uh, a lot of people to play it. Um, yeah, I'm looking to contacting publishing publishing companies as well mm -hmm. as investors. Um, uh, I'm participating on a petition soon, where I will uh, have like a booth and present my. So nice. that's going to be a direct feedback from people um growing it because i want to keep it small to for mm -hmm. it to be achievable but also uh, grow it if, if the community has a positive it's an expandable game, game so it, it can be extended 
I, you know, mm. Now, what is something that you would say to, uh, you know, as a piece of advice to any uh, game developers other than, you know, working on uh, the video game, game dev and seeing how it's done? Are there any like tips, tricks, any um, pieces of advice that you would give to somebody, even somebody that might be interested in starting up their own game? Um, think that you might just give them so that way, um, you know, you can just leave them with a word of advice. Yeah, sure. So I'm so I can't really say very wise things, but uh, one thing I can do. Um, I've had uh, like my third developer now. I'm happy with, but before that, I, I thought like you know, so sometimes you may find yourself someone and you think that's you know that's it. You have to stick with them, but you don't really like bring your project down really quickly if you guys don't have a good chemistry maybe mm -hmm. it's very important and 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 uh risking the uh you know you know finding new teammates is is worth it because in the long run uh, you're going off if, if your partners are or your teammates are also enthusiastic about the project mm -hmm. if it's just you then you're going to eventually drain because you you would have to be like one horse leading the whole project but if you <laughs> right. have like also being uh excited about, about creating this game and and playing it other people like with your uh you know other horses so to speak just huge uh work load you know so that's important thing well, that's a great analogy in order to give that explanation. Well, I just want to give you another opportunity uh, to let everybody know where they can uh, follow you, where they can assist you, because as an indie creator, uh, you know, it's very important to get as many individuals to like, uh, comment, subscribe to you, as well as to buy anything that uh, you're selling, because if you're not uh, with any large uh, publishers, then you know, you need as many followers, as many people um, assisting you as possible. So let the audience know where they can um, support you. Uh, thanks. So we escort community where you can join and, and see the development of the game. We post the art and as well as like the updates uh, in videos. Um, so and also we love, love feedback from players. So if you if you join in and you want to see in the game you're free to post that and we will um, i'll send you a link to post the discord mm -hmm. invite but um yeah otherwise it well thank you so much nico v for joining in on this interview series if anybody liked this uh interview please make sure to like comment and subscribe let us know what was your favorite part if you like the advice that he gave as well as uh if you like how he leads his team if you like that that horse analogy at the end <laughs> please make sure to like comment and subscribe uh, i wish you a fun a productive day other than that uh, nico pengen and nico V, we are out. Thank you.